At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, so Lombardi Line, we get you in here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a good Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, safe and sound in his office there in Jersey. I can't, I just looked up. Man, I can't believe it. November 13th, so before you know it. Can you believe how quick it's gone? It's all gone so quickly, hasn't it? I, I know I say it every it's year, not, but it, it really has. And we're in the middle of college, not in the middle, we're just starting college basketball. We've got the NBA. I mean, is there a better time than this? I can't wait to talk to Thomas Gable, you know. To, he's got so much things going on. He's cooking on all fronts. I mean, it's it's really, as Carl Johnson is, it's really good. And, and this is, it doesn't get any better than November. you got Thanksgiving. You, you've got all these college games. The season's coming to an end. We have all, there'll be college jobs opened up. There'll be changes everywhere. There's a lot of lot of lot of things to cover and a lot of money to make for people. I think you know the slate of games tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers has met all the protocols that he needs, so apparently he's going to get cleared to play for tomorrow's game. So we'll get to see him against Seattle. Some good games tomorrow. We'll talk about. And don't say we don't have you covered from point to point here on the Lombardi Line: Biloxi, Mississippi, Ocean City, New Jersey. Atlantic City, New Jersey, Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got you covered and excited to do it. Quickly before we – I want to get Marquis in the mix with Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's yeah. been at home for like a month and a half. They're going to head to Virginia. And so they just wrapped up a three-game homestand within 
obviously there at Notre Dame, scoring at least 30 points in all three and winning each by double digits. That's Notre Dame. They're going to be up against Virginia. Virginia's so bad defensively. And first off, the ACC is bad defensively. There's one team worse than Virginia in the ACC, and that's Duke. My goodness, are they terrible. This is an 8-1 and one Irish team, 6-3 ATS. Cavaliers 6-3 overall, 6-3 ATS. 6.5 is the number, and 64 is the total, Michael Lombardi. You know, I think Notre Dame has shown great improvement offensively and defensively as this year has gone on. I mean, their run defense has improved. Their scoring defense has improved. And I think offensively, where there was a lot of concerns, uh, you know, they have gotten better. You know, they're not perfect. They score 32 points a game, almost 33. I think with Mayor plays, they're a much better team. It's a big game for Notre Dame because you could have the conversation. Look, I know they stubbed their toe against Cincinnati in a close game, but you could have the conversation that Notre Dame belongs in the same same mention as all these other teams. What makes Notre Dame different than Michigan? What makes Notre Dame different than some other one-loss one team? You know, and so the offensive line, which we know was struggled most of the year, they're 118th in sacks allowed. So, you know, that's been their real issue offensively, and it's getting better. They've actually gotten better. They've improved their pass offense. And like I said, when Mayer's on the field, they're really a good team offensively, assuming that they can protect. And I, I think that's going to be the key issue. I think I know what Brian Kelly's uh, modus of operandi is going to be today. Again, this is Williams and Diggs, two very good backs for Notre Dame. And this is the ACC's worst rush defense. They've yielded more than 219 yeah. on the ground per. I mean, Virginia can't stop anything. No, and that's not typical for a Bruno uh, Mendenhall team. Usually his teams defensively are, us are pretty good. And, and this year, it's one of those years where he can't really get control of the game because his defense isn't playing well enough. So, you know, to me, the other thing I think that we haven't talked about, you know, Brian Kelly, there's a lot of conversations I was just gonna ask you on that. the rumor mill, on the rumor mill, underneath the, underneath the surface, that, that he could be the next coach at USC that he could be the next coach at SC. Would he take that job? You know, Brian Kelly has always been a man to move. And I think that, you know, SC has looked at to the pros. I'm sure they would love to have Matt Rule. I'm sure LSU would love to have Matt Rule. I don't, Matt Rule's not leaving Carolina. But I think Brian Kelly in that conversation at Notre Dame, at USC, say, well, why would they hire a Notre Dame coach? Well, Brian Kelly's won every place he's been. And I think if you're at USC, you want a winner. You don't necessarily need to have a Trojan. You need a winner. And he would do that. And I think there's, there's a little bit of a logjam waiting on to see what happens, which will then affect the domino. Luke Fickle, would he go to LSU? He might. But is he waiting for Notre Dame to open up because he thinks Brian Kelly's going to leave? I think all of those are the conversations that's happening. I have follow-ups. Just quickly, Please. back Notre Dame-Virginia, that 64 is the total. The Cavaliers have only been held under 30 once this year. No, I understand this Notre Dame defense is very good. But uh, Virginia can light it up offensively. It's just defensively they struggle. Now, back to your point about Brian Kelly. I'm so glad you brought this up. So first off, uh, he just passed. You know what I don't think people realize, Patrick? I, I, I don't think people – you just made a great, great point. No one, no one, no one in, in, in college football, if you ask the question, who has the best offense in college football, no one would say Virginia. No one. And Gotta yet, be close. That's the answer, Virginia. Is it? Is it the Virginia's best? Virginia's number yeah. one offense. They average 545 yards a game. They're number one. They're number one. The relative average, the, 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 the FBS average is 403. They average 545 a game. 
Yeah. You're talking about a team that can – and they're the third best relative passing offense in the country. They're the second best pass offense. They average 400 yards passing. This will be a hard game for Notre Dame defensively. Now, the problem is, you know, they can't stop anybody. They can't stop the, the 122nd-ranked team rushing. <laughs> but you hit the nail on the head. They're really good offensively. I don't are. think people realize that. I don't think the betting public realizes well, how great Virginia is offensively. And I think it's because something you said earlier. Mendenhall generally has good defenses, and the offenses aren't as yeah. explosive. But Brennan Armstrong has been awesome this year, passing for over, what, 400 a game, like you just said. I Every game, yeah, could be, could be looking at an over there. Now, to your point, I want to. I really like the fact that you brought up Brian Kelly, younger than you think. Just turned sixty, just past Newt Rockney, all-time wins at Notre Dame. So he leaves there with his legacy fully intact. Uh, always has kind of dabbled. You know this with potentially going to the NFL, but USC is that's kind of an NFL job there in LA. You're, it's 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 interesting. It'd be it'd be fascinating if he left Notre Dame at sixty. Well, I think he probably, and I know Notre Dame alum don't want to hear this, but he probably feels like, I can't win a national championship here. You know, I'm always going to be two or three players short because of the academics, the restrictions that are placed on me. You know, and I can go to SC. It's a private institution. I can get anybody I want in school under understanding the circumstances. Yeah. And I can compete for a national championship, and I'm playing in a conference that allows me to kind of just walk to the Final Four. You know, I mean, there's problems up at Washington. There's going to be huge problems at Arizona State. That You know, whether Herm Edwards survives as the head coach of Arizona State, I'm told that's probably not going to happen. There's a lot of things going to go down in terms of the recruiting violations that occurred this past year during COVID. So the Arizona State's not, you know, Washington, Jimmy Lake's not even coaching today. Is there going to be more, more tangents from that problem? Right, Oregon's a great program. Oregon's great recruiting, but are they a great school? Are they a great coach team? Remains to be seen. You go to SC, you know, the AD and Chip Kelly. AD didn't hire Chip Kelly. How long will he get an extension? They can't throw the ball at UCLA. It's all run. They've kind of it's what year four for Chip. They haven't really turned that program around. So SC is a job where you can kind of you're a little bit like Oklahoma in the Big 12. You can walk into a lot of great situations. There are certain institutions you can circumvent the academics. Notre Dame isn't one. USC, while it's a great ab- academic school, you can get kids in. You can get kids into play at USC. You can't. You can't do it as much at Notre Dame. So Brian Kelly might be thinking just what you just said. He's done a great job. He's won everywhere, whether it's Central or you know Cincinnati. Now Notre Dame. The I'm, directional schools, yeah. Grand Valley State. Part of me, Grand Valley, Grand Valley State, State. Thank you very much. There in Michigan. Yes, absolutely. So. Couple questions to follow up there. I think Fickle would jump at Notre Dame. I think you're 100% right there. Joe Brady was brought up by our boy Jick Jack Johnson a little bit earlier, potentially to LSU. He, remember, he ran the offense for Coach O uh, that great season. I don't season. see that. I, I don't think you can give the keys to the store to Joe Brady. I don't think you can give it to him, to Joe Brady. I mean, if you watch Carolina's offense, you'd have a hard time saying that they're, you know, now when you have Joe Burrow and you have 27 number one receivers, and I love <laughs> Joe Brady. I think Joe Brady, you, he's going to have to go somewhere where he's going to have some help, right? But, you know, college football, look, Ryan Day got the job at Ohio State. Did I think Ryan Day was ready to be the head coach at Ohio State? Probably not. So I shouldn't really say that you can't give it to Joe Brady, but you, maybe you can because you feel like he can recruit the quarterback and make the offense better. All depends on the staff. You know, it all depends on the staffing. But LSU is going to be a top top three job, top four job in the country no matter what it is. So you heard 
Carl. He said he thinks Jimbo is going to end up at LSU. Jimbo has said Jimbo has screamed from the mountaintops. He ain't going anywhere. Now you can't always believe that, but he has. Yeah, I think when you understand college football, the 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 A and M is strong. That's a strong, strong alumni base. I don't think you know what what more are they going to do for you at LSU that they can't do at A and M. I mean, you're in Texas, Patrick. You're getting great high school players. You can go to Louisiana and get – you're right there. You can get Louisiana – you can go to Louisiana. It's a great school, A&M. A&M should be really – and I think today at Ole Miss, they got a dom- – A&M should be a top, top team every single year. Absolutely. And I, and I just think I was capping them yesterday. I mean, they're just better in Ole Miss up front, both sides. Listen – He's going to roll out his trick bag, and we don't know about Corral's health. He continues to be banged up. I think this is a game that they, A&M needs to make a statement. I do, too. I, I, I do, too. I mean, you know, we'll see how Lane does in a big game. He's talking to Katy Perry. We'll see if she's got some inspiration for him. Is she going to be on set today, too? Wasn't she on set the last time they were at Ole Miss? I don't Wasn't know, but, the, but the Lane is – woefully overrated as a head coach. He's a brilliant offensive play caller. Uh, he did nothing at USC. USC was a disaster, and we can go through the semantics of it, but he did nothing there. He had one season at Tennessee. I mean, he's, just, he's, he's overrated. He's a personality that's a play caller. That's right, and uh, you couldn't have said it any better. Who can't get the defense fixed? See, this is the problem with a lot of offensive coaches. I was talking to an NFL head coach today. A lot of these offensive – yesterday the Patriots went outside. There was a monsoon. It was torrential rain. Guys who are offensive head coaches, I see a Stephen Bond. Guys who are offensive head coaches, they don't want to deal in bad weather, right? They don't want to deal in bad weather. They, they want to go inside where it's perfect conditions. But to make your team mentally tough, you got to go outside the monsoon. There's All a the, difference right yeah, there. People I don't understand totally it. They don't understand it. All of a sudden, Wisconsin's in the mix. In the big Wisconsin. Back, baby. They're back. They're back. We discussed Northwestern in Wisconsin next here Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet, Brent. Thank you. Wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today with the promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly when you sign up at Express Bet. And then you can get up to a $1,000 bonus. You have to use the promo code Vegas1000. It's first.com slash guide, but the best way to find out everything as far as horse racing here at VSIN is vsin.com slash horses that's for details okay i promise wisconsin northwestern to come however michael i slow rolled it a little bit let's go to the basement michael lombardi's basement the bottom 10 teams i love this segment it's fun and we start with number 10 on michael's bottom 10 yeah. college football that's uconn uconn has a new head coach we should start there how about that how about jim moore taking that job i give him credit you know you know he wanted to get back into coaching and it took some guts to do it, you know, and he's going into Clemson. He's going to fly with the team down there, and he's going to be a 41-point dog. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to cover 41 points unless Dabo calls off. I mean, look, Dabo's got to – this is really – I don't think Dabo's going to call off any dogs. Dabo's got to get his team to execute and continue to play better. I like Clemson and laying the 41. Yeah, it feels, I know this is going to sound ridiculous. 41 feels light today <laughs> it does feel like doesn't it yeah. well if if it's 51 I, with new mexico and, and alabama it should essentially be the same thing with yukon coming to town rawr well, i mean yukon they got nice facilities there but i think mara mara's hungry and he's a know? recruiter and, 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 jim mora jr is a recruiter and he'll recruit yes sir yep you nailed it fiu 
is number nine, Michael, on your list. They open 10 versus catching 10 versus Middle Tennessee State. They're one and eight overall. They're three and six ATS. FIU next. This is interesting how, I mean, FIU, the coaching is going to, you know, the, the Pete Garcia retired, was moved out. He was the athletic director. Butch Jones is saying he's not getting, Butch Davis, excuse me, he's saying he's not getting fired. He's all there. Everything's going to be great. I like, I like Middle Tennessee here today. Not that Middle Tennessee is any good, but I think that uh, that program down there is not very stable. Poor Butch. Butch did a good job, and, and, and he's he's done a good job as a coach. He's kind of been under the radar. Had a, cu- a couple good years to start at FIU, but it's gone downhill. UMass comes in yeah. on Michael's basement here at number eight, uh, off the board versus. They're looking me. for a new coach. <laughs> they are. They're looking for a new coach. You want to apply, Patrick? Yes. Stephen Bond, you're from up there. I'll recommend you for that job. You could do it. <laughs> There's no line on it versus the main the main uh, Bearcats today. So. UMass, I, I'll tell you what, UMass is, again, you, you got to understand, you got to get somebody that goes in there that knows the area, knows to recruit, and can, can recruit and build a program. Tough job. Tough, if, tough job. If you and Millie were to get a summer house outside of Ocean City, which doesn't make a ton of sense, but play with me, and you went to the Northeast, where would you go? Would you go to Maine? Would you go to New Hampshire? Where would you go? Uh, I, th- I think you'd have to go to a lake. You know, since you have a beach house, you have to go to a lake house somewhere like you know it, up there in the in the Lake Winnipesaukee up in New Hampshire. I mean, that's always beautiful up there. I think you you know I always wanted to go to Kenny Bunk. Kenny Bunkport's awesome. Bad. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I hear the bugs are bad up there though. Okay, you know, that's stay what I away heard. from I love the bugs. The, I love the coastline. Yeah, New Mexico State. We don't next. have bugs here. We yeah. don't have bugs in Jersey. No, of I mean, course. we have them, but we. They don't come around all the, the time. Problem, the problem with Ocean City is no bugs, but also no booze. So I don't know if I could last there. You're, you uh, live in a dry I, town. I, I would beg to differ to you. Yeah, in, the, in, that, in those stands watching that game, there was booze in there. They were just in the cups. That's all, Patrick. <laughs> I read solo cups. I feel you. New Mexico State, open 51, sitting 50 and a half somewhere in there at I, Alabama today. I mean, this might, this might be a John Oates play for me. I can't go no for can that. No can do. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how you lay 51 against anybody, right? How do you do that? Uh, I don't think New Mexico could score. I would play the under. That would be my play here. I think the under at 67 might be in play. I like that. I I don't know laying 51. I would take New Mexico State in 51. I mean, Nick at halftime, Nick's got to put his third string guys in there. I mean, seriously. He's gonna be eating his oat, he's put, gonna be eating his oatmeal pie a, and his diet coke and just yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be munching, right? He'll be bitching in the second half. No, he'll be bitching in the second half. Somebody'll be doing something wrong. He'll go crazy. Hey, he just turned seventy, by the way. Looks good for seventy. No, I know he looks great, doesn't he? Oh my gosh! I mean, it looks great. Yep. Yeah. How about the Golden Eagles? Southern still got moves. Him and Prime, him and Prime still have moves on those commercials. Oh, I know. You know? I, I I like those commercials actually. Six Southern Miss. It's been a program that's won in the past, although not right now. They're one and eight overall. No. So, Texas San Antonio. Uh, they're catching thirty three here. This is a good team. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this thirty three line with Texas San Antonio. They just re-signed their coach to a huge yep. contract. San Antonio is a really good team. I I would probably stay away. This number gotten a little bit too big. I would probably stay away, but I would lean towards San Antonio. You know, the money split on this game is interesting. It's 51% of the tickets are on Southern Miss, you know, and yet all the money, 64%, is on Texas San Antonio. So this might tick up to 33. It is 33. I think there's some 32 and a half if you can get it. I think the people are betting San Antonio. That's your ranked Texas San Antonio team at 23. Next one, you better mm-hmm. act right, Akron. Let's go to the MAC, number five on the list. Uh, Mich- Western Michigan, pardon me. They're catching 20. They're two, two and eight Akron overall. The Zips are five and five ATS, Michael. 
Well, they covered that plus 20 number on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever the hell this team plays. I mean, you know, give them credit, right? They, they, they hung in there. They're That's five, right. they five against it. the spread. Right. They're, they covered it. So, you know, we sh- I should probably leave them out of my bottom ranking because the, the MAC doesn't ever play on Sunday, on, on Saturday. They've so got all their of, most mid-week. of them don't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Arkansas State open, catching three. UL Monroe here. This is an Arkansas yeah. State team that's been good in the past as well, but not right now. One and eight, they're four and five. ATS. But Monroe, this is a, the, the, usually Monroe's in my bottom ten, and they're laying it. I mean, they're laying it. How about that? How bad must Arkansas State be that they're laying it here for Monroe? I mean, that's kind of fascinating, right? I mean, it's typically always been the other way. I might lean towards taking Arkansas State. Now, let's just go over it. I mean, actually, people are betting this game, Patrick. People are betting this game. A lot of money on Arkansas on Monroe. The line has stayed steady right there. I think I might take Arkansas State in the points. Okay, Kansas is in Austin to take on Texas. Kansas is catching 31. Here's one thing I will say. Get that buyout ready in Austin for Sarkeesian. Anyway, uh, I'm just <laughs> saying. A, I mean, I'm just saying. Look, look, I tell you, I think this is a little light. I think this is a little light. I mean, it's ticked up. It opened at 29 and a half. It ticked up to 31. I think it's a little light, Patrick. I, I, I think, to me, if you're Steve Sarkeesian, you got to really dominate Kansas. If you can. If you can. you got to give some hope back to your program. Uh, I, I think it's a little light. I think that's why that number's ticked up. I wouldn't play it. It's a no play for me, but I see that being the case. Well, this is a Texas program that lost at home to Oak State, lost on the road to Baylor, lost at Iowa State. They're falling apart. They need something as Kansas is in town. Next up, Vandy's number two on your list. They're catching 21 and a wow. half at Kentucky. Kentucky looking to bounce back. Yeah, I think this is Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's got to they, they lose 45-42 last week to Tennessee. I think it's a huge bounce back. 21 and a half versus Kentucky. I think I'd take Kentucky. Vandy's not a very good team. Although, you know, they're battling. Clark Lee's going to have to turn this program around, and I think he will, but it's going to take some time. We're going to have to ask the state of New Mexico to pull themselves together when it comes to football because New Mexico State 7 on your list, but at the bottom of the basement is indeed New Mexico. 3-6 and six overall, they're 1-8 yeah. ATS. They do not cover for the betters. They do not cover, and Fresno State coming off their game, I, I think for sure. Uh, I think Fresno State will gear it up in this one. I, I do think that. I, I mean, look, Fresno State's got all the tickets. This line opened 24 and a half. It's bounced back between 24 to 24 and a half to 24. I, I think going away. I think I lean Fresno State here tonight. Bob was Bob Davy was. Yeah, he used to be the coach there. He was there at this New Mexico. This was a good program at one time. Was it? You're, 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 this was Joe Morrison. Was That's the head right. coach at New Mexico? He ended up winning there and got the South Carolina job. That's right. They had they had it going a little bit there. You know, you got to get into West Texas. You, you got to be able to beat Texas Tech and help. You know, you got to get in there and you got to get into Phoenix and you got to get into two. You got to get Arizona to get some kids. It's a hard job because Albuquerque's not always a direct flight. But you're going to have to do it. I mean, that's stretch out. It's interesting. You know, the basketball program is always good there. Mm-hmm. You know, Rick Pitino Jr. went there this year. Yeah, no, you nailed it. So is that – it's funny when you talk about regionally with recruiting. At South Carolina, they always said the same thing. you got to break down the wall there to Georgia and Florida. At New Mexico, you got to get into Texas. I mean, that's the, the huge you gotta get into, you got to you, you got to have a lot of Texas kids there, and you got to entice them to come to Albuquerque. And you got to – look, the one thing you, you do now when the world, since, since the, the, the travel has changed so dramatically is wherever you get a direct flight from your airport, that's your recruiting area. 
Because the one thing you can do is get, you want the parents to be able to get on one flight to come see you. And so the one flight to come see their kids, you know, and if they can drive, that's better. But if they can at least fly, it's even better. So, and you want the kids to have a, you don't want them to change three times. So make Lubbock such a hard job. You know, it's hard to get to Lubbock. You're, it's hard. There's no direct flights to Lubbock. You got to go through Dallas or Houston. You wake up for the football picks. You get a lesson in logistics from Michael Lombardi. Have you? <laughs> do, do you remember recruiting anybody down in New Mexico? Is there anybody that stands out when I say I, New the, Mexico? The high school, no. High school football is not very good down there, and it's hard to. You know, I can't remember really watching a player that went to New Mexico that was good. I have to go through my memory, but I got my books here. I have to look it up. No, perfect. That's all. That's the one good thing about having an office. I got all my books here. I can go look it up. And Millie's not yelling at me because what are you doing with all that stuff? Just throw it away. So I keep it all here. It's kind of nice. And good internet. Yeah. Oh, I got good internet. We're working today, Patrick. Isn't this great? Steve, working on a Steve, Sunday, Stephen Fonz. We're gonna find out from my man Ken how, how things are working. And we got our man uh, Thomas Gable. He'll let us know. Thomas Gable coming up next from the Borgata Plus. He's got a special pick for us. We continue. Don't go anywhere. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the sports betting arsenal is loaded at vsin.com and we've added the all new prop tracker. It's available now at vsin.com so you can keep up with the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year and more. Get current odds, line movement and trends. But the prop tracker is pretty cool. I encourage you to go check it out. vsin.com/nfl. Okay, Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi course in jersey i'm patrick maher live from vegas hope you're having a great saturday as we get going week 11 college football as we do he's a mainstay he runs the race and sports book at the borgata he's thomas gable and as we say hi to tg one i will say so BetMGM is reporting a couple notable bets here you can tell me if it's at your shop there at the borgata we'll start with the most heavily bet game on the board a two hundred and twenty thousand dollar bet on michigan at a bet MGM property laying a point and a half. Is that you, TG? No, that's not here. Uh, but uh, Michigan's now up to two and a half point favorites here. So um, we we are seeing Michigan getting bet here. And uh, you know, we're typically more skewed towards that Penn State uh, bracket. But uh, definitely people are backing Michigan in this spot. We saw this game open... Uh, Penn State laying one, and then the favorite flipped, and now Michigan, who entered a day, a half, one and a half point favorites. Now they're up to two and a half. Total is forty-eight and a half at the moment. Uh, of course, the committee this week ranked Michigan over Michigan State, despite the result from a couple weeks back. But none of these Big Ten contenders can really afford a second loss, and that goes for Ohio State as well. So this is a huge game here for the Wolverines on the road here at Happy Valley. Still in contention in the Big Ten East. Uh, Penn State will just be looking to play spoiler here. Uh, Penn State has been susceptible to the rush after suffering some injuries there uh, on the defensive side of the ball. We saw Illinois run for 357 yards against them. Then Ohio State ran for 161 against them. And we know Michigan's comfortable running the ball. Uh, And with neither offense really explosive, Michael, I wanted to get your take here. Would you look at the under here? Both teams I could see really running the ball here and kind of draining the clock out. 
I think that's right, Thomas. I think that both coaches are going to be conservative in this game, particularly how much is at stake. And, and I don't think that they want the game to get into a track meet, and that's not it's conducive. It's certainly not conducive for Penn State, who, do, who can't score. It doesn't average into the 30s. And I, I think Penn State wants to be – I mean, excuse me, Michigan wants to be in control. So I, I do like the under here. The game that I, I find fascinating, and it's jumping all over the place, is this Oklahoma-Baylor game. It opened Oklahoma 6, and now – I'm seeing some three-and-a-half, some threes. Where are you yep. on this game? Yeah, Oklahoma three-and-a-half uh, right now. And wow. you're right. Op- opened uh, Oklahoma laying six. Uh, the total opened 62-and-a-half. That's moved up just a tick to 63. But, yeah, definitely uh number has dropped. Oklahoma laying three-and-a-half at the moment. More tickets written on Oklahoma here, almost by two-to-one margin, but more money is coming in on Baylor. Wow. Wow. Patrick, that's shocking, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah, I'm seeing mostly three and a halfs as well. We've got four here, but Thomas just said it. Yeah, good call, Michael. I didn't see that. That's that's dropping. Another one that's dropping, although Michigan State's getting bet. Michigan State open. I got 13 and a half as the opener with Maryland in town. Of course, Michigan State mm-hmm. coming off the big loss. I got a bunch of 11 and a halfs popping up. So the numbers going the other way. And BetMGM is reporting a $220,000 bet on Michigan State. What do you have, Thomas? Okay. Well, hey, I'd like to take some Michigan State money here. Um, Michigan State, yeah, down to 11.5-point favorites. As you said, they opened 13.5. The the total, 61.5. And we actually took a big bet on the under here uh, today. We took a, a bet for 150000 uh on the under in this game. So um, that's uh, we've moved a half a point down from that. I, they got that 62. Um, Michigan State coming off that loss to Purdue last week, 40-29, their first of the season. Uh, Michigan State, though, can still win the Big Ten title and control their, in control of their own destiny here. Maryland's 5-4 and four in the season. And as you saw in that loss to Penn State last week, they just can't seem to consistently execute for a full game. Uh, I expect to see a lot of Kenneth Walker III today from Michigan State. He's averaging 148.9 yards per game on the ground, almost seven yards per carry. He picks up a lot of yards after contact as well. He's just someone that's very tough to tackle. Michigan State quarterback Peyton Thorne, he's had his issues lately with interceptions. He's been picked off six times in their last four games. I'd expect Maryland to be pretty pass-heavy here in this game as they were against Penn State. Uh, Michigan State's the only team in the Big Ten to be giving up over 300 yards in the air per game. So they are susceptible there uh, as far as uh, on the passing attack. So um, you've seen a little bit of a movement here towards the under, really uh, based on the the bet that we took. But um, uh, not too much movement overall in the market on the total in this one, guys. You know, and Maryland's uh, you know run defense is not very good, uh, and so I think that you certainly could take advantage of it. It's going to be interesting to see if Maryland can throw the football on Michigan State. You know, Maryland's pass offense is 14th overall in the country, and we'll see what Michigan State can do. I want to get back to the Michigan game for a second, Patrick. Is mm-hmm. Blake Corum, the running back, uh, this is coming from uh, Michigan State, Michigan reporter. Blake Corum and corner uh, Jemon Green is unavailable today. Uh, this is from the Detroit Free Press. 
Gotcha. They're not playing today. Okay, good to know. Two backs there at Michigan, so will be okay with Haskins. But uh, good, good information as that number continues to go Michigan's way. Michael and I were were laughing about the resurgence of Wisconsin. <laughs> Here comes Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Northwestern Northwestern in town, obviously down year. I got this number all the way up to 25 here. Where are you at at the Borgata there, Thomas? We're 25 and a half. 25 wow. and a half. That's, uh, it, Wisconsin Open is 24-point favorites. Yeah, so it's moved a point and a half here. Uh, total's 41 and a half. Um, but, yeah, Wisconsin definitely getting bet here. And uh, not, much, uh, not much action coming in on Northwestern, that's for sure. It's mostly all Wisconsin money here. That is interesting because this is usually always a close game. Northwestern always plays uh, them as a close game. And if I were to say to you, if I were to hypothetically say, you know, Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin's defense is third overall in the country. I mean, nobody really knows this. I mean, they're they're a better defense, Wisconsin, over the last six, five, seven games than than anybody in the in the in in uh, college football other than Georgia. Other than Georgia, they're one of the best defenses. I'll crystallize it. Last five games, Wisconsin, Michael, they've allowed three touchdowns. Five games. Right. Think about that. They, and they're beating teams in those five games by 23.2, and you got it at 25.5 at home. Um, it's a, Hey, we got to be fair, Michael, because we've been clowning on Wisconsin early in the year, but they've, they've bounced no, back. No, they're back. They're, they're back. Yeah, I, although I today I'm in my picks. I like I, I'll take Northwestern in the points. I think these games typically will be slow, lower, slow scoring. I, I would take a chance at West, I would take a chance at Northwestern. It's an ugly play, but I do think they end up keeping. They they do do a good job of keeping it close. Northwestern isn't as bad as you think on defense. Okay, I want to give uh, Mr. College Basketball plenty of time here. We've got a Des Moines please, pick from please. Thomas Gable. Nobody, and I I say this without uh, kidding. Nobody's sharper when it comes to college hoops than Thomas Gable. And you've got a Des Moines special for us today, Thomas. Where are you going to go? Yeah, we're going to look at Mercer and Winthrop today. Um, Winthrop, four-and-a-half-point favorites and total 144-and-a-half. So we saw Mercer. They opened up their season against Arkansas, and they actually hung with Arkansas in that season opener. They they had a nice lead in the first half. They still held a one-point lead with 941 left to play in the game. But Arkansas, you knew at halftime they were going to come out and make adjustments and turn up the pressure, and that's what they did and just forced Mercer into a lot of turnovers down the stretch, and they were able to pull away in that one. But uh, Mercer, they they can shoot decent from the outside. The key for them, they're going to have to, uh, to be able to penetrate in the paint and kick out. Uh, we saw Winthrop, they scored 110 points in their season opener, but that was against a Division three school. So, you know, put that aside for a second. But uh, still waiting to see how their rotation uh, shakes out this year uh, with this Winthrop program. They have a new coach um, this year, and Mark Prosser. So he's we have to see really how he's going to work with this rotation. Uh, his predecessor, Pat Kelsey there, he typically played 12 guys, and that was kind of a you know unique aspect there to the Winthrop team. Um, but uh, only 10 guys really in that opener. But again, it was against a D3 school. But we know Winthrop can score. They can play with pace. So we're going to look at the over here, 144 and a half. And Michael knows nice. the Arkansas program. I heard you you knew what happened in that game because oh, Arkansas, yeah, they were, that was a hard game. Yeah. I think this, and Thomas, uh, follow up on. I think college basketball 
the month of November, you almost ignore the scores, ignore the records. There's so many transfers. There's so many yep. new players on all these teams that you're never going to get a really handle on this until we get to after the first of the year. You're not going to really know a team, good or bad, until after the first of the year. Yeah, You're absolutely right. The transfer portal has um, really just transformed this entire sport, and you're seeing um, not only dealing with people graduating and you know the freshman class coming in, but the transfer portal has really changed things. Mercer Winthrop, go over. TG says it. For me, it's an auto bet. Thomas, enjoy the day. It's going to be busy. Thank you. All right, thanks, Thank you, guys. TG. Okay, coming up next, we'll run the board college football. A couple updates as well here. Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, today, BetMGM has you covered, which is awesome because you pick a team, you bet 10 bucks money line. If they score, you get paid $200 in free bets. That's for new bettors over at BetMGM. Any college football team scores a touchdown today, use the bonus code VSIN200. It's V S I N 200. You get 200 bucks. Visit betmgm.com or download the app. 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-522-4700 if you do have an issue. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi, M. Lombardi NFL, tweeting about Felix Unger. <laughs> I just saw that. How about I, my man? I didn't know it was Felix Unger day today. On November 13th, you know, he was asked to remove himself from his place. I used to watch that show when I was in college. I mean, every night at 11 o'clock when I wasn't studying or doing anything, I was, you know, sitting there. We had Channel 11 at Hofstra University. You know, turn that bad boy on, got a couple odd couples. <laughs> and then at 12 o'clock, he got the Rockford Files. I mean, that was my college education right there, all wrapped up in one. Oh, you know, that is- Rockford. You can learn a lot from Jim Rockford. Trust me. That is too funny. Um, okay, we've got your three plays for the day. You, Stephen uh, yeah. stalked you and got you to send the play, so let's go ahead I mean, and throw demanded him up. it. I mean, the man was uh, like relentless. Hey. Like I, It was relentless. My was man's like, a, he's a grinder. You know, it was God, it was like unbelievable. Look, I'm going to go. I'm going to take Northwestern to the 25. I think there's a little bit of a letdown spot for Wisconsin. I, I, you know, I think that Pat Fitzgerald does a good job. You know, it'll be a hard place to play. I get all that. But I think they'll keep it, you know, they're not going to win the game, but I think they can keep it close. UNLV last week won their first game. Congratulations to Marcus Arroyo for winning his first game. God bless him. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. But what happens after you kind of break that slump is the next week you have a little bit more trouble. And I think Hawaii, I know I don't like playing Hawaii on the mainland, you know, but I think that this is a good spot for Hawaii. So, uh, you know, I think Hawaii comes in there. I, I don't think UNLV will be able to – this is a very small line for UNLV, really, when you look at it. I mean, you know, they played Nevada. They lost by 31. San Jose State beat them by seven. Uh, Utah State beat them by four. Texas San Antonio beat them by seven. So, you know, if this game, I, I think that when I think that three and a half is the right, I, I would take that number there and go with it. They got San Diego State next week and they got Air Force. So this could, you know, they're one win. And remember, uh, UNLV is one of the worst offenses in college football. They're 124th overall. They less, they average under two or 300 yards a game. This is supposed to be the area of expertise for the coach. Absolutely. And then I like Michigan. And then I like Michigan today. I, I, I just think, to me, you know, I think Michigan, It's it's the, to me, I see a different Michigan team than I've seen in the past. Disappointed in the fumble in the Michigan State game. But I think Michigan will play well today against Penn State. Yeah, Quorum's out. But Haskins, Hassan Haskins, the stud running back, he, they're going to be fine at the running back position. And uh, that'll be fascinating. I, I like the way you framed it earlier to start the show. 
two coaches in big spots that have struggled at their respective universities. That's Franklin mm-hmm. at Penn State and Harbaugh at Michigan. Something's got to give here. I, I got a good vibe about Michigan as well. Um, the next one, I, I think we, we haven't discussed, but we should. It's two top 25 teams. And speaking of letdowns, how about Wake welcoming ne- NC State? Let's just put it this way. NC State's defense, it ain't North Carolina. Okay, this is a very good NC State defense. And they're coming yeah. to Wake and Wake off a debilitating loss uh, last week where they scored a billion points and still lost. Uh, no longer undefeated. Open two and a half, yet NC State getting back because you see that total, that, that number's all the way down to one, one and a half here. You know, the second best offense in college football is, 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 is this Wake team. They're second to Virginia, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, this offense averages, in terms of yards, in scoring, they're the second best. In terms of yards, they're the sixth best. They average 508 yards a game. Now, you know, obviously they, they, they struggle to play deep. It was really, to me, that was one of their worst defensive games of the year. They play better deep. Now, I know they gave up 56 to Army, so but that's always hard to play Army. They gave up 37 to there. This will be, I think, another high-scoring game. I like this NC State team, though. I really do. I think Dave Dorn does a really good job, and I think his defense is really good. He's got one of the better defenses. He's got the best defense in the conference, but he also has one of the better defense in the nation in terms of total defense, in terms of run defense. I think they'll, they'll do a good job. I like North Carolina State here and maybe pull an upset. This one makes you say, hmm, our buddy John Ewing at BetMGM. So let's talk, speaking of letdowns or just a deflating spot, Michigan State coming off the big loss after being undefeated. They host Maryland today. So check this out, Michael. This number opened Michigan State mm-hmm. lane 13 and a half. It's all the way down to 11 and a half. Yet at BetMGM, the ticket counts 10 to 1 in favor of Michigan State. That's fishy. Something's yeah. got to give here. The fish, something's, yeah, and, and in college this year, we've seen this line movement not have anything to do with the outcome, right? We've seen it time and time again. Even Josh Applebaum uh, admitted that, and you know, and he's dedicated to the line movement. But we've seen this has kind of been a little bit going other ways. You know, I, I, people have hopes that Maryland can bounce. Every time I think Maryland's turned the corner as their program, I just don't see it. I'd have a hard time. I think Michigan State had their wake-up call, and now they're going to wake up Maryland. And when people ask, what do you think about Mike Loxley at Maryland, my response is, I think he's a good recruiter. (laughs) That's it there, and I'll stop there. And that's true. He is a great recruiter. And look, there's nothing wrong wrong with it. I mean, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing. Look, they're five and four. They're respectable. They get six wins. They can get a bowl. That's damn good for uh, a Maryland program that was not very good. But, you know, some of these wins, I think the signature win was the opening day game when they beat West Virginia. I mean, that was really a good win. And they come back and they, they struggle to beat Indiana. We don't know how Indiana's not very good. But that was a hell of a win. And, you know, they're not great, but they can throw the football effectively. They're the 14th best pass offense in college football this year, and? believe it or not. Now, some of those things are because they're behind in games, but they still they still can do some things. You know, the, the Ohio State game, Iowa scored 51 on them. Ohio State scored 61. Defensively, they've got issues. And don't say anything bad. That is Tua's brother, Talia, under center. Would never, would never do it. And you still haven't answered the question. If Tua was healthy enough to finish that game, and you know he played spectacular in that game. I don't know if you witnessed oh, it, Patrick. Oh, he was sensational. He was great. He, he let was him 8 back. of 13. Uh, uh, anyway, go ahead. Two wide open receivers, but he let him back. And, you Broken know, coverages. You still haven't answered my question, why didn't he start the game? You still haven't answered that question. I mean, this is a riddle. Riddle me this, Batman. Why didn't he start 
I think the I think Flores was just having funsies, and it was the object of surprise. <laughs> maybe I no I Flores Dominic has funsies. Dominic has funsies. I don't think he. But Dominic explain to me. Explain. Both exp- he and his brother got haircuts today. Look hey, sensational. Leo, by the Leo, way, cut the lettuce, okay? Leo, now, explain yeah. to me. Explain <laughs> me what Flores is thinking here. So he starts Brissett, and we'll talk about this tomorrow. Brissett. I thought he lost his leg, but then he was running. He was running a marathon as soon as he jumped up. He's ready to go. Yet they go Tua, who has a broken finger. They keep Tua in when Brissett's saying, "I'm good to go." Like, what was the plan from the jump? I. That's what I. I mean, this is. I need Colombo on the case, and then the the finger had no tape on it or nothing. Like usually, you know, you when you have something wrong with your finger, you tape it to the finger next to it, kind of have a partnership there. You know, there was no <laughs> tape on it, and it got hit. And it got hit in the game. It yes. got hit in the game, and it was no. And he didn't wince. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the, the. You have a broken finger, and you hit it. Just touch it on something. I mean, you're seeing stars. Partnership. The fingers, like a good law firm, the, they get taped. And yeah, it's like a, it's yeah. a part. Like you got to, you know, you have a broken finger. You want to attach it to get a partner to kind of keep it some stability. It's like you know, you dig deep in the sand. You know how it goes. Yeah, would we'll tape you and Millie together. That's a good partnership. <laughs> it's worked out so far. It has. All right, I'm going to just throw you a couple games, and you tell me what you think. Go ahead. Uh, State school, Rutgers at Indiana. Indiana's laying six and a half. They shouldn't be laying points to anybody, but I digress. I'm taking Rutgers. I'm taking Rutgers all the way. I don't think Indiana should lay points to anybody. I think I'll, I'll take Rutgers. I know they got a bad game last week. They didn't play well. Wisconsin destroyed them. I think there's a bounce back. Look, they went into Illinois. They won that game. They went into Northwestern. You know, they got beat 21-7 to by Northwestern. I think Indiana will play better. They got Penn State. I think they'll play better against Indiana. They got Penn State next week. Another big game for them. Okay, so the pollsters and the committee disrespects Oklahoma. The market today is disrespecting Oklahoma, as we've seen that oh, number come them. down to three and a half at Baylor. Which way are you going? Well, I have got some, you know, somebody sent me this. John Hadley was a tremendous guy. Sent me some information that I'd like to share. He had this on the uh, on Baylor. Uh, Oklahoma's 14-0 in the month of November under Lincoln Riley, 6-0 and versus ranked teams. The last time Oklahoma lost in the month of November was when Baylor beat him. Remember the Robert Griffith Greek uh, in 2014? Yeah. It's the 10th anniversary of that win in 2011 when RG3 became the first Baylor quarterback to win the, win the Heisman. I mean, you know, this is th- there's no evidence that, Oklahoma, that Baylor has played Oklahoma well in spite of where the line's movement. I, 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 I'm going to take Oklahoma. I think I'm getting a better number as this line comes to me. Boomer. Are we? Let's do it together. New Mexico State, you want to take the 50 and a half, maybe buy it up to 51 and have some fun today? Yeah, let's take Let's take I, I, I would definitely take New Mexico State. And I, I'll take the 50 and a half. <laughs> you know, Thomas Gable would be kind enough to give us the 51, too. He, nah, you know, he charges a little extra vig on it. That's no problem. Saban's 1-6 ATS lifetime, 50 or more. You know what's going to happen in that game. Don't you know what's going to happen in that game? It's going to come right down to that 50 number, 50 and a half. It's going to come right there. That's <laughs> the way life works. <laughs> be a, there'll be a two-point play. It's either is or it isn't. You know that. Enjoy your set. A lot of football today, Michael. Enjoy I want it. answers on Tua tomorrow. I, I want answers on you nuts you're not getting away from that you want answers on two tomorrow me and jeezy are going to do some research after the show enjoy your day a big sunday coming up tomorrow on the lombardi line thank you michael and thank, thank you, you to the crew betting across america with dave and west next we'll see you tomorrow it's vsin the sports betting network at bed 
365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.